Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you stay true to yourself. My guest this week is Anna Morris, and she is the host of the Wake Up Conservative podcast. We got to talk about what motivated Anna to get started with podcasting, as well as some of the conversations she's featured on the podcast. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Anna Morris. So my name is Anna Morris. I am currently 18 years old. Um, I started my podcast when I was 16 during the 2020 pandemic. Um, So I think a lot of people started podcasting and um, doing articles and all that great stuff um, when the pandemic started. one, because we were all home, and two, because there were a lot of things that were coming up, like Black Lives Matter, and um, I don't know, just so many things, like um, the vaccine came out, and that brought its own issues and its own questions, so I thought it was um, important to be vocal about it, but then also not only highlight what I thought and what I was reading and things like that, but to also highlight other people's voices because I I think it's just an open-ended discussion (laughs) that um, continues to happen even now in 2023. So I also started my podcast in 2020, and I would love to know more about what the process looked like to get started with your podcast and then continue to develop it. Can you tell me more about what the podcast journey has been like for you? Yes. So um, the podcasting journey has been insane. Um, You can probably attest to this. Um, Congratulations on so many episodes. Um, But I think it just started, it started off with me um, doing episodes by myself, which uh, it kind of baffles me to think about that I did those. um, And they started off with um, political issues. So things like border crisis. Um, We talked about um, the church. I am a Christian and a believer. So I talk about kind of the differentials of um, what are we doing as believers that are not allowing other people to come into the church and kind of where is that stance and where can we be more inviting in that aspect. So talk about that, um, talk about pro-life issues and different things like that. Um, but yeah, so it started off with me doing my own podcast and then, um, podcast episodes. And then I was like, okay, let's see, let's reach out. Um, I learned the amazing thing of marketing and communication with others through social media. Um, and so reached out to a lot of different friends, um, made lifelong friends like Caroline Smith. She's my all-time favorite friend. We still, um, send back like Christmas cards this year. So it's really fun, um, to make those communications and things like that connections. And so, um, I, I think I, prefer doing podcast episodes with other people so they like you said like 10% me 90% them (laughs) Um, and it just helps to um, broaden my horizon broaden their horizon we get to have meaningful conversations about things like this Um, like I said it's always an open discussion about um, whatever it may be I mean we've had people on here where um, and when I say we and here 
I mean, my podcast, it's the Wake Up Conservative, um, and we talk about, like, um, pro-life issues. Um, so where um, are you pro-choice? Are you pro-life? Why are you pro-choice? What are those things that, um, those matters that concern you? And what are things that you're advocating for? So love to talk about that. Um, and yeah, it, it's continued. We are, I think it's either season four, season five. I don't, I don't remember, <laughs> but um, we have started movie interviews, um, which has been my favorite of all time. Um, we did Barbie. Um, I did that with Kylie Montigny. She's amazing. Um, and I hope to do more in 2024. Definitely. I think that's a great overview. So tell me about some of your favorite guests or your favorite episodes that you've produced so far. I think it's a really tricky question because I'm sure that there are so many favorites, but tell me about some of the favorites that come to mind for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is a very tricky question. I will be totally honest and say that there hasn't been really a favorite. Um, I think every time I'm just blown out of the water about how intellectual people are and how if you give them the chance to speak and the chance to think about something that they will totally inspire you. Um, and so I love hearing people's personal stories, but then also the stories of maybe their family members or um, the stories of their friends. And so I think just having guests on in a podcast area and arena kind of helps um, broaden your podcast, but then also helps, like I said, those connections. Um, I mean, I share on my Instagram about, okay, we're doing this podcast and then they'll reshare and things like that. So it's just a great way to promote their podcast, my podcast, and what we're trying to advocate for. Yeah, definitely. And I think you can have memorable conversations with guests for very different reasons. Like you said, some of your conversations may be very intellectual and you can learn a lot from them while other guests, they may just have great vibes and great energy and you really enjoy talking with them. So through these conversations that you've had on your podcast, what are some of the best words of wisdom or advice that you've gotten from your guests or from other conversations outside of the podcast? Does anything like that come to mind for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I did a on radio interview with AFA, it's um, American Family Association, American Family Radio. Um, and I remember it was Tim Wilder who um, was doing my interview. And at the end, he was like, okay, Anna, after this interview, like this is going out to pretty much every state in America. And they also have it broadened um, on, I think, the internet where people can listen even globally. Um, and I was like, kind of like thrown back by that. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Um, and one of his pieces of advice was um, like, you're going to get a lot of like feedback from this. You're going to get a lot of viewership from this. Um, just stay true to yourself. And I thought that was just um, very inspiring for someone who saw the potential that my podcast had. Um, and I think even then we were halfway through what I've done already. So I think it was like the mid of 2020. Um, and it was just so interesting because I did it for um, the Red Panda um, movie review that I did. I think that was my first movie review I've done. And it was just so interesting to see kind of how that helped parents navigate the waters of Disney Plus, And that was a new platform for parents. Um, and so I thought it was really interesting. But um, yeah, Tim Wilder's 
words of wisdom was just stay true to yourself. And I think that's really huge for um, podcasters because sometimes, I don't know if you felt this before, but like you just kind of lose yourself sometimes um, in trying to create the perfect thing for your listeners. Um, and so I think that's just um, stuck with me and hopefully I've lived to it. <laughs> that's so interesting. And I want to kind of follow up with that question. Have you ever dealt with any sort of criticism or backlash for the work you're doing? And if so, how have you dealt with that? Kind of a two-parter there, but as you said, your content is going out there for so many people to listen to and to see. So have you dealt with any of those challenges and how have you dealt with them, if so? Yeah, so um, I have kind of faced that. I think I faced it more in the beginning stages of the podcast and creating it. Um, I'm more of a... I want to talk with you. So I communicate through DMs. Um, if we're close enough, I try to share my phone number. I don't try to share it with everyone because, you know, um, but I try to have those conversations. I'm totally open to emails. I always give out my email on the podcast saying like, if you need a prayer, send a prayer request. If you need um, information about more of what we've talked about in the episodes, I'd be happy to share links, things like that. Um, so I'm very open to conversation. And it's one of my favorite things about the podcast that it kind of takes it a step further. Um, and so we're not just people behind a microphone. Um, we are people who really care about you and care about your ideals and your wants and your concerns about the world. And so earlier on in my podcasting journey, I hit a kind of a rock of, um, I'm very pro-life. I was adopted. Um, and so that's kind of where my stance comes from. And I'd love to talk about my story and kind of the story of others that I know who are adopted and also foster care through um, domestically in the United States. And so we talked about kind of the narrative that a lot of people say that um, babies are a clump of cells, different things, those um, taglines that people talk about in the pro-choice and pro-life discussions. And so those were really difficult discussions to have with people, um, just kind of gut-wrenching of like, in those conversations, you know that sometimes like everyone's going to stay the same, if that makes sense. Like they're going to stay with a pro-choice um, view of this or pro-life. But I think those conversations are important because it does kind of open the gates of, okay, I can look at this a little bit differently. Or as me, someone who has a platform, I can look at it a little bit differently. And so it is important in those stances to kind of stick with your beliefs, um, know what you are talking about. I always say come prepared. Um, so I have a whole thing on my website that has articles that you can show from doctors, especially with the pro-life movement. It's important to have those, but things like that. Um, I don't think I've ever had like mean backlash, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but what about you? How do you face those things? Yeah, I think for me, I don't think I've faced backlash around the content that I'm putting out as much. I think for me, there's been a couple of moments where I talk with guests about very sensitive topics, as do you, of course. And I think I'm still learning about so many of these topics that my guests are passionate about. And I think there have been a few times where I have made mistakes with certain terminology surrounding issues or... For, for example, maybe making sure to use the pronouns that people prefer. And I think for me, I 
continue to try to learn as much as I can about all of these topics and approach all of my conversations as opportunities for me to learn, as well as opportunities for my audience to learn. And I think I'm so grateful for so many of my guests because I'm very confident that if I made a mistake, I think my guests will let me know and approach correcting me with grace and using it as an educational opportunity and an opportunity to make me aware rather than an opportunity to cancel me or correct me very publicly on social media, for example. And I think I'm also so willing to just go back and correct anything that I messed up in my episodes. So I think often me and my guests are able to give each other grace and really learn from each other. And I hope that my audience is learning as well. And I think overall my experiences have been really positive with people giving me feedback though. It's really interesting to hear your thoughts on that as well. So my audience is a lot of high school students, college students, but also people who are interested in learning about issues that young people are passionate about. So can you share a few episodes of the Wake Up Conservative podcast that you would recommend for my audience to go and check out? So I am starting college classes um, in January. So I am a baby college student (laughs) and um, I think it's so fun to kind of just be in this area. Um, I know you're a college student and um, it's interesting because I think a lot of people who are more in the older range, like fifties, things like that. Um, they'll tell you, they're like, you're just not, um, informed or like you need to do more things, you know, like that kind of expectation is held for the younger generation. And so I think it's just so cool to see that it's like coming to, if that makes sense. Um, and like we are, I think we're a pretty good informed generation. I think TikTok is a big, um, user of that. It's a big um, platform for information to kind of flow through for people. Um, But at the same time, I think we are a kind of lost generation. And so some of the podcast episodes, I want to actually look here real quick um, to make sure I say I'm right. I know there's one I did with a NASA employee. She blew my mind. Like I've always loved NASA. I've always loved space and everything um, revolving around that. But she was just so inspiring. Um, And so for anyone who, it doesn't even have to be someone who is pursuing a science degree, that would be a great episode for them to listen to because she talks about following your dreams. We also talked about um, backlash that you can face from big corporations. Um, So she was one who was fighting against the vaccine mandate um, and she finally got it. Um, I think that was a big one for a lot of people, especially in healthcare. Um, And so that was a great interview I talked about like I said I'm adopted so I love talking about adoption so I did a episode with Riley Peterson so that's episode 47 if they want to go listen to that and then yeah I think just um we talked about a lot of heavy topics so I talked about human trafficking with one of my connections Hannah Mender um she is so research-based that I'm just so in awe of her um and that's why I love my um Yes, because they come on and they're like, okay, I have a whole pamphlet of research that I've done for you. And I'm just like sitting here. I'm like, 
wow, I'm just honored that they take that responsibility so seriously, even though I literally didn't say anything about like coming prepared, they just come prepared. And it's, it's so beautiful. I'm um, in such a blessing. But um, those are some episodes that I love. Um, and I've cherished. So um, I'm just so excited to see what 2024 has in store. Yeah, definitely. And I'm really excited to see where you take the podcast in the future as well. So I think that through this platform that you've created, you are raising awareness about issues that you're passionate about and issues that your guests are passionate about, which is a really important aspect of creating change. Lots of young people want to get started with making change, but they may not know how to get started with that work. What advice do you have for those people who may be listening? So if you want to start a podcast, I think it's super easy, super simple. You don't have to have a microphone. You don't have to have like special um, technology gadgets and things like that. Um, Just if you want to use Spotify for podcasters, that's how I started. And I'm still using that. I know some creators who use Riverside. I know some creators um, like Lily who love to use Zoom. Um, Zoom is a great tool. Um, And so many more things. I think there's every day there are things that are coming out that you can use on the side of marketing you can use beautiful apps like canva um, that make really great and um bold like um i guess eye-catching pamphlets for people to see like what your episode's about um and i think just with podcasting that's what i can talk to because that's what i do other things i (laughs) i'm still working on my um, website so still working on that but for the podcasting side i would just say kind of sit for a little bit and see kind of what do you want to talk about do you want to highlight one specific thing like news or do you want to highlight one specific thing like i know kylie montigny she highlights um a lot of actors a lot of like famous um people who have done so many incredible things um so what's your kind of like niche and how are you going to be the best at it so that's my encouragement for anyone who wants to start something up like i said i love people um who want to email me, my email is annamorris2023 at gmail.com. My professional one is thewakeupconservative at gmail.com. So just send me an email and I would love to talk to you about starting a podcast. Um, By no means am I a professional, (laughs) but um, I love that people are trying to get their voice out there. I really enjoyed talking with Anna about her podcast, and I really loved the words of wisdom she shared about staying true to yourself. It is so important to remember your why for any of the work or the projects you're doing, and it's so important to be passionate, especially when it comes to change making, because that is really the only way to make your work sustainable. Anna is passionate about the work she's doing with the Wake Up Conservative podcast, and her work is a great example of how change comes when you stay true to yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Anna on Instagram at The Wake Up Conservative to get connected with her. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.